0: welcome to the marvel dnc evolution podcast with myself andy stead and i'm Jarian gibson and i'm alex strout good to be back that's good to be back how are we doing how are you Jarian? all right doing good
1: uh ready to
0: to see what uh hawkeye brings us yeah and you didn't get blown away by any storms
1: nope nope we're we're good here um other parts of the metro area had some. You know, worst parts of it, and some trees down, that kind of stuff, and some fences down. But uh, luckily, here n- not too much damage. So,
0: excellent, excellent. Everyone worries here when it goes to sort of forty-five miles an hour. That's really windy over here. <laughs> but that would be nothing where you are, would it? It's. Uh, there, I saw. I'm sure I saw on the news it was like ninety mile an hour winds or something.
1: Yep, ninety miles plus in some areas here. Um, so insane. yeah, lost some that's power, insane. but everyone's good here
0: good um and hopefully anybody else is in your area that's listening or everybody not just people that are listening are all good uh alex how are you
2: good good i'm excited for uh episode six of hawkeye yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. who's not <laughs> who's not <laughs> who's not so um so we um that, that, and that's our prime reason for this set, for this episode to chat about episode five of Hawkeye. Um, a little a little sort of uh, not necessarily disclaimer, but a little mini warning. Um, obviously, we, at the time of recording, we have all seen Spider Man No Way Home. We're not going to purposefully uh, spoil Spider Man No Way Home in this episode. There's obviously things that we certainly won't need to speak about in this episode, but there might be one or two smaller things that um may happen in uh or may sort of carry over between the two. So we sort of, you know, we will try and not be um blatant, but um if it does sort of slip out then we, we apologize in advance for any kind of um crossover spoilers that could potentially happen. Um but yeah so Hawkeye episode five um we was we was running on the back of Yelena turning up and um uh, Handing out a bit of a beating to well, all three of them really. They all sort of fought each other, didn't they? In, in episode four, and um, we got uh, we got that that um, the sort of to see to see a little bit more of Yelena in episode five. Um, and and I think the the thing that stuck out for me really, and the thing that I'm really looking forward to going forward is seeing her and Kate's relationship develop because obviously, kind of like new Black Widow, new Hawkeye. You know that kind of dynamic but um but the two of them and their dialogue together in in episode five in that little scene where they're sitting down in kate's flat was um well i'll say their dialogue it was basically just yelena talking at kate <laughs> But kate um, bishop, <laughs> kate bishop <laughs> yeah. sorry yeah at kate bishop yeah um i like that as well i like how kate then goes, do you keep calling me by my, my whole name just to point out that you know my whole name which mm-hmm. is like Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really liked their relationship and I'm really looking forward to seeing that going forward. And I'd like to see um, it's, we had them, Fred, with an agree or disagree on the group this week saying that uh, Kate and Yelena should get their own show. And, and I sort of turned around and was like, well, I don't necessarily agree or disagree, but I can see them being almost front and centre in an Avengers team uh, in, the, in the future. so um i don't know what i don't know what you guys felt about their particular relationship just before we get talking about the show as a whole No, i
1: think it's interesting dynamic and you know that coffee chat table scene type thing where they had i think that's setting up uh for more down the road for them um and you kind of saw some of that uh at the end of the episode too as well
0: Mm.
2: yeah yeah and You know, I I don't know if she, like, Kate Bishop necessarily needs her own project, you know? But I would totally just, I would totally just make her, like, the, almost like the, one of the leading members of the Young Avengers. You know what I'm saying? Like, one of the founding members. Make it one of those things where she's one of the ones that helps pull everybody together and helps kind of weave the team together.
1: Well, there's that rumor about her showing up in, um... Quantumania and maybe that is a cameo for her to recruit uh, Cassie Lang, aka
0: Stature. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, they say how old she is, don't they, in the program? Yeah, she's a col- in college age.
2: Yeah, yeah I she- think I think
0: they say around like twenty two or something yeah. like that. I'm sure like, she says he. Oh, um, Clint asks her. Doesn't she, yeah. doesn't he? I'm sure he says how old are you? And she says I think she does say twenty-two, yeah, so she is fairly young. How old do we think Yelena is? Is Yelena older than that? I'm sure we could probably work out how old Yelena is. Well um,
1: not counting for the well, you have to count for the snap too. Uh, so yeah. they could you know, I would say Yelena's probably mid to late twenties.
2: So hmm. so would you say probably like uh she's probably like what, like five years younger than Natasha, maybe originally? Before the snap yeah. so she's maybe like five or six years, years younger
0: yeah. than natasha now i guess yeah when she died so yeah 35 maybe natasha's 35 yeah, yeah. she's probably yeah or she was yeah ish um I, so so uh just uh, again before we get stuck right into hawkeye um started watching titans season three by the way it was released for some weird reason it, i don't know why it was released over here in the uk a few well months actually after it was released um, in the us um but something i'm actually really enjoying about it this season and um i'm only i won't say too much just in case it's other people in the uk or even people in the us who haven't watched it but um, i'm only about three or four episodes in but i'm i quite like the fact that we've got rid of all that kind of teen angst that was kind of happening in the first couple of seasons especially in the first season there was no there's no there's no teen angst but they are still young do you know what i mean they're, they're it's a nice balance between not being children but not being adults either they're kind of and i think that's the right that's why i got into it really i was trying to talk about age you know that sort of early 20s between sort of 20 maybe late teens and sort of twenty-five, he's still young enough to be young Avengers, quote unquote. Um, but without being children. does, does yep. that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
1: that that's where with Cassie Lang, not we know she wasn't snapped from in game, which is probably gonna make her a late teenager, probably at this time now, when we catch up with her again. So there is some, you know, these young Avengers teams and we know Riri's gonna be uh, MIT college age, so mm-hmm um and brett Brad, isaiah bradley he was a his grandson
0: yeah he seemed a little bit older didn't he probably no, in his, uh,
1: i thought he was a little younger i thought maybe oh, like you? 16 years old yeah I then. thought he was like a high school student so yeah okay if, if looking at some of these teams are probably going to be age range if they do a young avengers you know probably 16 17 to 25 ish
0: yeah
1: age range mm-hmm. yeah maybe
2: maybe i mean if they bring back like tommy and billy you know they might still be Twelve years old, or uh, whatever old they were, you know.
1: With multiverse, anything can happen. Yeah, and that true.
0: one. Yeah. yeah, I think we'll get them back, but I reckon they'll skip ahead a little bit. Yeah. I think they'll be late. I think teen. they'll be teenagers. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, anyway, back to Hawkeye. <laughs> Sorry, I diverged a little bit there. So, um, uh, and talking about Maya, actually, as well, we're starting to see her sort of shift between from from this kind of. Uh, Bad guy who's you know on a mission to to sort of maybe sort of reevaluating what she's about and who she is and why she's doing the things that she's doing. Um, and I'll I'll put my hand up. I wasn't overly bothered about her character until this episode. I found now I find her more interesting for some reason. I don't know why. I think because I think she's got that internal conflict. I was like, Am I? You know, is, is my whole life a lie? Yep. Yeah, she's um, kind of
1: gone from the the bad guy to revengeful to now questioning her entire existence, knowing that something is very suspicious about her father's death. Um, that definitely Kazi was involved. Um, I I honestly don't know if we'll see any more of Kazi or Echo in this series. They might kind of save that to continue in the Echo series that's coming up. But um, we'll definitely see her. Kind of questioning her loyalties, where she lies, and the whole thing. That talk with Clint and Kazi was interesting, and then the talk with Maya in Kazi was even more interesting. Mm-hmm.
2: I, I think it kind of mirrors that like idea that you know Clint says like he was basically just a weapon, you know, mm-hmm. in in this show. And I think she kind of like sees herself kind of as that way, you know, like she's just been kind of like she was Unipulated. forged as yeah. a weapon, and then you know, like chips kind of fell where they are.
0: And, yeah. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. I mean and and, and once again, and we mentioned this I think a couple of episodes ago when we was just on sort of maybe episode two or three, I don't know, and just saying actually the whole run, you know, um Matt Fraction's run was called, you know, My Life as a Weapon. And that is pretty much you know, if you had to put a tagline on this show and you didn't know anything about that run, that would be a perfect tagline for this show. Yeah. Um so um uh you know uh, clint as well uh he's his development every week it, there's more and more and more isn't there there's another not necessarily another layer of him to pull back i don't mean it like that but there's i don't know depth, I felt, it, 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 yeah. it
2: goes a little bit further in because i think like we get lost in the idea of like a lot of these Marvel characters because compared to a guy with like a bow and arrow it's like you take like Iron Man or you take Hulk or you take Thor it's like they're so lavish they're like you know like so these heroes are are massive they fly around they can knock buildings over you know and then you've got like hawkeye that shoots a bow and arrow and and so it's like it gives like a whole nother it gives more layers to the onion i guess if you want to see Mm. that with Hawkeye. yeah
0: and uh, yeah and and then they're kind of not new layers are they but i I think you had it right there when what you said there it's just more depth yep Mm -hmm. it's not it's not necessarily anything new that we didn't know it's just it's just confirming what we knew and and just Making it, I don't know. Just I, I don't know what it is. But every time I see him, I'm just like, yeah, I like you even more. Like every time I'm seeing it. Um, and um you know, the little conversation that he had with himself uh, at the at the Avengers Black. plaque, yeah, was just again, just just put just simple, just the way that he took out his hearing aid and just chatted.
1: Well, that and Pretty. the whole dynamic with the family too. We we know that Laura. There's more the meet the eye with Laura there's something deeper there. I hope we kind of get some answers there to see, you know, was she a former agent, you know, is she the MCU version of Mockingbird at one point, you know, besides them being exposed as a family, what are they trying to protect there? Is there another agent we don't know about yet, Jack? Um, And, you know, what's going on there? There, there's something still to hope we get some kind of answer to in in the finale with that. You know, did Laurel, did he rescue, you know, did, or how about this did clint have the same decision with laura that he had with natasha and maybe she worked for the big guy and he kind of got her away from that and that's that they fell in love and had a family type thing
0: yeah i mean i was kind of thinking is it kind of like a witness protection type thing you know type scenario with with laura um and um yeah i was thinking maybe it was somewhere down the lines but um talking of talking of jack i mean he's got um he, I think he's been totally played by uh, Eleanor, um, and and Kingpin actually as well. I think they've been, I think they're probably all in the kind of circle, and they're kind of using him as almost like as a scapegoat. They're like, oh, okay, yeah, well, we'll sacrifice him then. You know, that's fine. Um, but she's she's certainly not innocent, is she? Kate's mum.
1: No, she's not. But I, I almost have the thought that is Jack the agent that Hawkeye is trying to protect, maybe. And that right now he's just undercover and that kind of stuff or in some kind of informant because they have to go deeper with the whole swordsman thing. You know, they've teased it enough to just make us kind of wonder, hopefully it's not just some kind of red herring. Um, and that there's more there uh, with Jack, whether he's, you know, bad, whether clean of the past, whether he's a former agent or whatever.
0: And maybe that's why he wanted to watch as well, because maybe it's his watch. Mm hmm. And maybe the identity that Hawkeye was talking about is tied to him and it's not to, and it's not to Laura at all. Um, you know, that's, that might be that kind of misdirection. We're all sort of led to believe that, yeah, there's this mockingbird thing going on or whatever we think, but actually it's nothing to do with that. It is, it is with Jack. They're laying these kind of breadcrumbs and they're going, one of these is going to pay off. We, you, you just don't know which one yet, you know? Um, that that's interesting yeah
1: well they did be. they did pay off the uncle one you know yeah. we will still after now yeah. at the end of the episode we saw the green picture everyone kept saying oh it's a mephisto moment no it's not you know mm-hmm. he's back yeah. kingpin's back and uh they put that right front and center at the very end of the episode so and, yeah
2: and did he have his cane in that picture it yes like he, he has, has a cane, cane. Yep. yeah
0: Yep, he did um yeah and and gladly uh, 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 happily or gladly i'm glad because there was a little bit of a rumor wasn't there about um a few weeks ago that if he was going to appear he was going to appear there was going to chuck a little bit of cgi on him and there was going to put him in a fat suit and there was going to make him even bigger and and i was like oh no don't yeah. go silly like it was perfect the way he was in um in the netflix shows and i was like no don't do that there doesn't need to, it doesn't need to be like that in this show like that's not what this show needs and i was yeah. a little bit worried and then when i saw that picture i was like ah oh, phew you know it's not like that that's great you know that's that's good
2: yeah it's um, not going to be one of those situations where it's like spider-verse where he's like 12 feet tall and <laughs> 10 feet wide you know
0: yeah no that's it and um, i do feel you know i, I tell you what though um, I'm watching. I'm rewatching the the Daredevil show now. Um, I'm only about halfway through the first season, and it is so good. It really is so good, and he's excellent. And it is brutal. The show, the Netflix show. I'm just a bit worried that we're going to get. He's going to be too watered down compared to what he is. And and do you know what? If it was if it wasn't Vincent DiFornio. Um, and it was somebody different and it was different kingpin, it probably wouldn't bother me at all. But because it's the same person and because he looks like the same character that's played him in that show, it's almost like you expect him to be the same. It, it kind of the same. You expect the same sort of things and, it's, and you shouldn't because it's not going to happen. <laughs> you know, he's not going to be, let's put it this way, he's not going to be smashing someone's head in the door so much that it disintegrates like he did in the Daredevil show.
1: Maybe not yet. You know, you know, because there's rumor supposedly in this episode there's going to be a showdown with him and Kate Bishop um, in this episode. He's supposed to be front and center in this next episode. So, you know, probably won't see that yet. um, But as we know, the history with Echo and him in the comics and once she finds out that he's responsible for her dad's death, you know, there's some gory details there. Mm. Um, And so I wonder if we'll see some of that explored in the Echo series. but it'll be interesting to see how how they play this out. Uh, I'm hoping they break ties from the Daredevil season season and, and just you know what's been the rumored soft reboot so we don't have to worry about that and that conversation yeah. can stop. Yeah. Um, because we know what the limits are on Disney Plus with it being more of a... Um, we know they don't put more of the mature stuff on Disney Plus that usually goes to Hulu. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how far they'll go as far as his character, even though it, it's rumored that Moon Knight will be a very dark and violent show, which is going to be on Disney Plus unless they change it at the last minute for Hulu. So it'll be interesting to see how far they go with, with Kingpin in this series, how, mm. how, or on just in these, these shows in general, like how brutal will he be?
0: Yeah, I don't think he'll be that brutal. I think it, it seems like he's been operating for a long time as well. Uh, just uh, as a, as a, as a, you know, in organized crime. Um, you know, obviously Laura knows about him, about the big guy. So, you know, however old uh, Cooper is, 16, 17, you know, and Hawkeye's oldest son. Um, He's been in the game for that long. So he's been around for a long time. So I think he might be, again, again, in a funny way, you know, we've been talking about um, Clint and that kind of Mel Gibson, you know, Danny Glover, uh, Bruce Willis, I'm too old for this crap kind of um, situation. Is Kingpin going to be in the same boat? You know, he's he's sort of getting a bit too old for all of that violent stuff now. You know, um,
2: think about and... how the snap might have impacted him too. Like, you know, like maybe the maybe he lost somebody during the snap that caused things to change there for those five years. So maybe that had an influence on this. Maybe, you, you know, like I hate to reference the Netflix shows, but like Vanessa, like if you take a Vanessa like character, she was kind of like his conscience in that show. Mm. She would kind of like point him in. in Kind of like I guess a better direction because he would get mad, lose control, and she'd mm. kind of like calm him down a little bit. So I would assume like if he lost somebody like that during the snap, you know, maybe he goes nuts and and just loses his any sense of kindness that he once had.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah, potentially. I think um, so uh, I uh, we was uh, chatting with Luke, who we had on for our Spider Man preview and review episodes. And uh, he was telling us about some um, rights problems, that not problems, but um, some, some rights that have been going back and forward between Disney and Sony and Netflix and Vox or whoever it is. I don't know. But basically, there's, there was something along the lines of uh, Marvel have got the rights to use Kingpin in shows but not in movies. So um, And we know that's not necessarily true for all of the Netflix characters. Um, but, um, you know, is that going to limit what they do with Kingpin, um, for the foreseeable future? So is he just going to be, well, obviously he's just going to be in the shows or at least just acknowledged or just seen in the shows. Could he be acknowledged in the movies or is it just purely a case of he's only going to be in, in the the Disney plus shows?
1: I guess it all depends on what kind of deal they have worked out because we know they're reworking some of the stuff as it relates to Spider-Man moving forward. Uh, Mm -hmm. And so maybe they'll work out some kind of deal of what characters they can use in movies and what characters they can't use in movies. So maybe there's some of that. Mm -hmm. You were about to say something, Alex? I was just going
2: to say, I could also see him being like probably a part of She-Hulk too. You know, like since she's a lawyer, Matt murdoch's a lawyer. Like maybe there's some sort of like Wilson Fisk like legal team up there, like against Wilson Fisk. Like, that's just the only thing I was going to add
0: to that. It's talking about talking about She Hulk and talking about um, well actually no, just talking about She Hulk. And this is just a completely side side tracking um thing. Um, I was reading some uh, some She Hulk the other day, and there was um, uh, Awesome Andy who is the, um, awesome Android. And, um, I didn't realize that he's picked up yeah. Molyneux before. Yeah. Um, because it was the, it was to do with living be it like the, the, the um, enchantment on Molyneux was to do with living beings and he's not a living being. So I, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I don't know why I, did, <laughs> I was, I was, um, i tell you why it's because I've started reading, um, uh, I want well no not started reading I wanted to try and finish secret empire now I never read I I started reading it and just gave up about halfway through because it was just a bit it's not it's not the best but I no, I want to read yeah it is a hard read but I mean I'm I've pretty much given away what why I read it in the first place but anyway uh, yeah that something happens in that that made me think about that and then that got me thinking about um uh, who else has picked up Molyneux? And I was like, Oh, and then I found out that, um, also awesome has picked up Molyneux. I was like, Wouldn't that be cool to see him in the She Hulk movie? The, uh, the, um, also awesome dressed in his little shirt and trousers and blockhead. I thought that'd be quite funny. Um, anyway, it sorry. Could, it could happen. I go ahead.
2: Uh, I was just gonna say, I think it'd be awesome to add him in Armor Wars, honestly. Yeah. Put him in there. Mm. So, supposedly,
1: yeah. there's a lot of cameos for She Hulk. Um, and there's some rumors about Daredevil as well being in She Hulk along with Echo series. So uh, I'll be interested to see how how they do it and how it all fits because and he couldn't
0: be showing up. Mm, so nice. Excellent. Let's see it. <laughs> um but back to Hawkeye. Uh once again, we've um we've seen um the sort of uh the guy, um what's his name? Oh, the Firefighter.
1: Yes, uh, griffs or gr- um... grills? Grills, yes.
0: Uh, yeah. Cosplayer, I trying, yes. I was trying to think of who he said. We're yet to see these new outfits that he's uh, that he's made. They got delivered, but Clint didn't want to see him. Um, he wasn't in the right right frame of mind. So um, uh, obviously, we're they're saving that for this last episode. Um, I think that's going to be a nice little moment when we get that um, that sort of Clint and Kate in their new sort of Hawkeye outfits their purpose-made Hawkeye outfits by the cosplayers.
1: It's interesting to see, too, how they do this going forward. You know, Will Girls be a mainstay? Will he kind of be like Kate Bishop's guy in the chair type of thing? Because, mm-hmm. you know, all of the, the people that are in the cosplay, they're firefighters, they're paramedics, they're, fire, they're uh, police officers, so is that going to be some, one of their ways in um, to some of that stuff? it be interesting because he, he's kind of been the one they, they keep focusing on. Yes, there's been other cosplayers they had in there, but he's kind of the main one they've been focusing on. Mm. he's
2: the one that said that clint should stay with him instead of staying in a hotel right exactly yep yeah, yep yeah,
1: and they were yeah. sitting there feeding the dog pizza and then he made them breakfast uh that when they got a- to that call at the end about the big guy so
0: <laughs> that was a really cool moment when he's when he um when he rings the doorbell and he says uh grills is clint can i come up and he's like yeah of course you <laughs> can come up <laughs> <laughs> he was like yeah definitely great like yeah yeah brilliant come up um yeah that was uh that was cool um <coughs> he's um he could be like you said that um that character that, that that sort of gel that gels those uh those those sort of people together um and yeah like he's he's kate's guy in the chair almost yeah so use a, a ned quote but um yeah i i quite like him i think he's quite good um i think he's been he's and and have, i think <coughs> sorry excuse me clint and kate have been so good uh, as the sort of main, obviously the the two sort of stars, the the, the main people. Um, I don't personally think at the moment any of the supporting cast has stood out much, except Grills. I've I've quite liked him, and he's not been on screen for for very long, has he? But I've really liked him. He's been the one that's really stood out to me.
1: Yeah, I think Kaz, Kazi has as well, but we also know Kazi's arc in the comics too. So hmm. you know, he just kind of stands out by himself. But hmm. yeah, Grills has been the, the one that that's really stood out. Stood out as a supporting character in this series.
0: Yeah, I think just a surprise as well. Yeah, you know, I mean, we knew that Maya was in it, and we yep. knew that Jack was in it, and we knew that um, Kate's mum's in Eleanor. it. And, yeah, we've known that these people have been in the show, and but he's been, he was been sort of somebody that I, for me personally, I've been I've really enjoyed seeing yeah. him on screen actually, um, and he's he's scenes have been have been um, have been fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say impact Yeah, I guess they kind of have been impactful, but they've yeah. been fun. They've been fun. They've been nice scenes to watch. Because
1: you don't want to say he's kind of helping keep Clint together a little bit. Besides Kate in New York City, with mm. this, his kindness and and that kind of stuff, and the whole the whole fight scenes, like, come on, dude, you got to let me win, you know. <laughs> and it, you know, this it, it's kind of that you know that that buddy there that, that Clint needs besides Kate. Um, they're supporting him in in the city without his family
2: which which it's funny I feel like with these live action role players like they've been in what two or three episodes now mm-hmm. like they've been a pretty large part of the show
0: and yeah yeah and it, a it, lot they,
2: more oh, than I thought
0: you know yeah they've been they're making their outfits and yeah. they they've, they've stole back the um the arrows the arrows yeah yep. the trick arrows so they've, they've they have played a big part but um uh what you were saying joe about his being his buddy it's almost like he's being he's um yeah he, he's being his mate he's being a kind of a real person for clint to be a friend with like a real like just a normal friend like yeah okay natasha was clint's friend but she was still a spy that had been out of space you know she <laughs> she's not She's not just a, a, a guy down the road that we can yeah. catch a pizza and a beer with and just sort of hang about with, you know. Um, and he is quite a normal person, isn't he, Clint? And he's got kind of this normal sort of home life with this very abnormal work. Um, but yeah, he's, and, and Grills is like his normal friend, you know. Um, and it was nice to see Clint go to him and be normal again, like be, be, just be a normal guy. And it's another way that he, that, he, that we can relate to him. You know when you're when you're stuck and you know you've got you you've got nothing you've got you've, there's a problem that's happened you'll go to one of your buddies won't you and you'll say look can you help me out um uh you know he had nowhere to go clint did he so he sort of turns up and can i come and stay with you for a bit yeah of course you can because he's his buddy and that's what buddies do um but it was nice to have that sort of normality uh, and just another layer of um the onion I'd say related yeah another loud of the onion and another bit of relatability for Clint for us um which is again that's what I'm saying that's what we were saying Alex it's just gone a bit deeper again you know he's just he's just done it again um and every time we see it it's sort of yeah I like this guy <laughs> I like him even more now
2: do we think that since Clint is getting a costume made for him that this means that he'll be around in the MCU for a lot longer you know and uh, that's kind of a weird question, but
1: I can see him being that mentor Avenger. Maybe they break off to the West Coast Avengers. Maybe even he's like the the person for the Young Avengers, because you think about a lot of the OG Avengers. Stark is gone, Cap is gone. Um, you know, Sam is still pretty new in the group. You know, Bucky's still pretty new as an Avenger. Um, you know, Rhodey is kind of the longest one, I guess, right now besides Clint um besides in hulk hulk uh, besides i'm sorry thor and hulk but you know we don't know what's going to with thor and love and thunder what's going to happen there yet um we see that uh that banner is working with she hulk right now um and and the rumored Ward role hulk so we don't know how that's going to go on so clint is probably going to be that that piece kind of like N- natasha was the piece to get the avengers together early on i think clint's going to kind of continue that role going forward so that's Do how i see it, it-
0: yeah do you think he'll be that piece for a young avengers team yep. he'll be the father figure for i mean he's a father as well oh yeah. all,
2: very nick fury-ish yes. kind of to, to the young avengers like how he was to the avengers yep. you know
0: he
1: yeah. i can I almost see him playing that like um remember in the when spider-man forms teams like through fury for shield and he kind of puts Spider-Man in charge to kind of mentor the younger recru- recruits, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. I could see Clint kind of in that kind of role mm. in between that and Fury. Not not in between Fury, but being partially Fury, partially that, that Parker role when he's bringing those new warriors in type of thing.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you something that I really want to see and after seeing more and more of, of Clint and really do you know what? He's probably maybe my second favorite. Maybe, maybe my favourite MCU character now. I don't know. But anyway, after seeing more of him and him really rising up in my ranks, I just really, really, really want to see him and Hugh Jackman do an old man Logan. Oh, yes, story. yes. Just how good would that be? Just a, a, a live action, just on its own, a separate yep. thing. Doesn't it, it, Exactly the same as how old man Logan was. It doesn't have to relate to anything. Just do a separate movie, a Marvel Studios or a series yeah series whatever yeah, yeah. I, I just a one shot it's it's a different universe different timeline <laughs> exactly like old man logan was just get hugh jackman and jeremy renner to do that storyline brilliant they, i'd they love could to do, see that they
2: could do that as a what if episode honestly. yeah they
0: could, yeah. yeah yeah they could I, yeah. do you know what actually it, yeah even if it was um <clears throat> even if it was animated i'd still watch that as maybe a, a longer feature length Mm-hmm. A feature like length what if
2: an hour or something at least you know yeah like-
0: yeah a feature length what if um old man Logan or or just call it Wastelanders or whatever and have yeah both of them or I don't know something but that that story the old man Logan story I think was was brilliant because it was just as much a Hawkeye story as it was a Logan story wasn't it um <clears throat> so, so I really like that but after seeing Jeremy Renner in this. Kind of like I keep saying that kind of oh my back you know everything hurts I'm injured and I can't hear anymore and all of this kind of stuff I'd like to see the two of them do that.
1: Um. So do you kind of think that uh, Phase Four is kind of the trauma phase if you think about it? Because if you go back for because what was one division the first Phase Four
0: or was Far From Home the first Phase Four?
1: Thing? Far,
0: from, far from um, home, I think. Was it? I think did they no. did. I- Oh, it might be. I don't know, Alex. I don't know.
1: I have to double check. But even if Far From Home is Phase Four, um, you do see that there's trauma because if Phase Far Four is, you see the trauma from four. London and that kind of stuff. But it's kind of the trauma phase, and even seeing uh, No Way Home, which I'm not gonna get into, the trauma in that movie as well. And I was talking to my wife about it, and and she calls this the Disney Princess phase. Um, you know, saying that in all the Disney Princess movies, they have to go through some kind of trauma to have that kind of metamorphosis or that kind of change become better. And you're you're seeing that with all these shows, look, look at, you know, WandaVision, which is most likely going to continue into Multiverse of Madness. Look at Loki, look at Falcon and Winter Soldier, look at Black Widow, even Shang-Chi, both parents and the whole, the whole challenge there, Shang-Chi, sorry. Um, And then it's looking at Hawkeye and look at No Way Home. This is kind of like that trauma series, you know, Wakanda forever is going to be trauma. Um, we don't know what Secret Invasion or um, the other shows yet, but it seems like so far it's been trauma. The Disney princess days basically.
0: So I think if it, let's use that Disney, that Disney princess or just a princess sort of yeah. analogy, the, the, the generally how it goes is when we start seeing a Disney princess story is that they're already a princess. They're already kind of um, established. Yeah. Um, so they've already gone through that origin story which is what we've seen in, in uh, the Infinity Saga. It's yep. like the origin story, wasn't it? And they've got to this point just just as 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 like everything's as good as it can get. And then obviously Endgame was that tipping point where it starts the trauma. And then this trauma started. That they're getting kicked down. They've got nothing. But now they've got to rebuild back this kind of yep. st- this status to get back to where they were before and maybe that's what's happening with the Avengers and with the with the, the heroes the Avengers teams you know they've 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 had this you know they had their origin story they got to where they were they were this great team they saved the universe and all of this but now they're a bit destroyed and now they've got to build back their status yep. to get back there again and that's what's happening it's a yep. rebuilding phase isn't it
2: yeah see see I feel like phase four has a, a another big theme and that's like identity And I feel like with with every one of these shows, you're going to see like with WandaVision, it's about like her thinking about how she identifies herself without vision. You know, it Captain America. It's like all about that mantle of in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, like who's going to be the next Captain America? Who do we identify? You've got Loki where we've got variants now, like really questioning how we identify with just one singular character, you know, versus many different versions.
1: Well, Loki questioning himself, too.
2: Yeah 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 and now you know with with even with what if i mean what if like makes us question how we identify these characters with these stories where it's like you know you take one small little change to a character's story and it completely changes the character and it throws them off on like you know an entire different life so it changes how you identify and then with hawkeye now we've got like a story where it's like we know hawkeye will probably pass this mantle on down to to kate at one point and he'll step away but we just don't know when that's going to be you know mm.
0: I think the um uh going back th- uh, to the, uh, the identity thing I really like that because um uh Loki first sort of brought my attention to it I'm not saying it didn't happen in Falcon and soldier and um one one, but Loki first brought my attention to that because I'm, I think do you remember me saying when it was when we was doing the episodes that it was very much and it, it, it is very much about good and bad and what's good what's bad am I good am I bad am I a bit of both um and to be honest this is similar Hawkeye is similar in respect but it's obvious he's a good guy but he doesn't know he he's like no I've done some bad things and yeah but that doesn't make you a bad person you know he's put on the Ronin suit yeah but there was context there and you're a good guy Kate's like you're a hero you know, and he's like, "Yeah, but I can't really see it, and I don't want to be a hero. I just want to go home." So there is this whole, you know, identity thing. I really like that, Alex. Yeah, that's a really, really good point.
1: Speaking of uh, identities, um, Eleanor Bishop. You know, hmm. is she is she mad at Mask? Um, how does she fit in here with with uh, with Kingpin? What's her tie to Val? Because now that we know from seeing Black Widow closing credit scene with Val and um, Yelena, um, Eleanor making that phone call uh, and then Yelena popping up, did Eleanor call Kingpin and Kingpin is a tie to Val? Um, or did Eleanor directly call Val herself? So
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with... Uh, speaking of this whole situation, just thinking about trying to put it on a timeline. So Yelena was blipped. Yep. Which we didn't know until now, last week. Um, so, when did she build the relationship with Val? Was it between 2016 and 2018, or was it between in the last year, like since she came back and until what we've just seen? So, I should imagine that what we saw her at, at Natasha's grave was um, maybe around the same time. Or just after Val got the phone call from Eleanor. I reckon Eleanor phoned Val. And then Val's gone and gone, right? I'll go and get Yelena to go after him. That's the best option for me.
1: And one thing to think about too, you know, we know I don't think Natasha was coordinating the whole black widow rescue thing where they were going out and, and you know, curing and rescuing other black widows. So was Val the the, the primary on that? You know, is Val more of like a mercenary type person and not really either good or bad, but kind of just someone who's, who's, you know, who's the highest bidder type situation? Uh, interesting to find that too, because we, we saw her show up in Falcon, the Winter Soldier for, um for Walker, which that was interesting. Um, we saw her in Black Widow, you know, is she, you know, what, what is she in this, in, in this, in this whole mix of things?
2: Right. So w- why why would she only go to one Black Widow? Why wouldn't she want more than one? You exactly.
0: Know yeah, see what you're saying. So mm. there's is still some say-
1: yet to be seen here of what she is and how she ties into the bigger picture. And hopefully, we start getting some more. Maybe this week we'll get some answers around that. Maybe we'll get some more once Secret Invasion comes around. Um, but it, it's interesting to see where she fits in because it's still mysterious at this point. I'm, I'm sure there's a big picture they're working here, but. I just if there's so many ways this could go it's, it's kind of hard to tell mm, you know maybe yeah, maybe think, she tied the kingpin you know who knows
0: yeah i think we've spoken about this in the past haven't we about how many storylines are going yeah. on um and it's really hard to kind of you know pinpoint like uh, you know if you would have said this six years ago you could probably tell how most of the story is going to go yeah. I mean, it, well i say that it was a lot easier. There was a lot less avenues for the stories to go. And now there's about 20 avenues that the stories are going down at the same time. But um, I think that um, going back to what you were saying about um, Eleanor, I don't think she'll turn out to be Madam Musk. I think that's, I think that's, I don't Re-hearing? think. Was, yeah. And I just don't think it's worth it. I don't think it will mean anything, but she's certainly, there's certainly more to her than, um, uh, well, not more to her than meets the eye. I think it's quite obvious actually that she's, uh, that she's certainly, uh, up to something
2: could one of them be the Vanessa maybe
0: for Kingpin Mm -hmm. maybe
2: Maybe. I, I feel like Kingpin's kind of like Kind of play in the board here like everybody thinks that they're working to maybe like maybe they're all working for kingpin and they're all thinking that they're like doing what he wants them to do and that they're doing their part and they're betraying this one over here and betraying this one and and trying to do this that and the other and it all turns out that at the end yeah. of it all like it's all kingpin's plan that he was basically like getting them to remove each other off of the board that way he can win the game because yeah I-
0: they're all his favorite. They're all his favorite. Yeah. You're my favorite. No, you're my favorite. No, you're or, my favorite. Or until you mess up, you're my favorite type of thing. Yeah. Um. But because I mean,
2: that's I, what he did to Maya's, Maya's dad. Yeah, you know, true. He, he, he killed him, so.
1: Yeah. Because I'll go out and alone say that Fury's not tied to Val at all at this point. Just knowing that what we saw in Black Widow, her, her you know, sending Yelena, I don't think Fury would ever send anyone after Barton to kill him, unless there's a more storyline there that we don't know about.
0: Yeah, no way. No, I totally yeah. agree. Yeah, there's no, there's no way that, it, and and if he is, then Val's playing. But then Fury would know. Fury knows. If he knew that someone was being sent after Clint, he would get involved. There's no way that he would let anybody go after Clint. Not a chance. So um yeah, no, I don't think that's. I don't think Val and Fury are, are related. uh connected? Yeah, connected or not? Yeah. Um. But I do just going back to what I was saying about that timeline, because you know how I find time like really interesting and how it all squeezes together. Um, I, like I said, I'm I'm thinking that uh, that um, Yelena has been working with Val before and after the blip. Yep, and that and I I do think that uh, Eleanor contacted Val, and then Val's then gone to find Yelena and got Yelena to go after Clint. So I reckon that that scene at natasha's grave uh is he's only you know he's probably a phone call yeah 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 well yeah so so sorry december sort of time you know end of december um and uh she's going after you know that's that's when that ties in and i'd really like to see and i think we've spoken about this before haven't we this kind of end scene of clint at natasha's grave i think it kind of feels like it's leading up to that as well, you know. He kind of speaks to her. He he likes speaking to her. He spoke to her at the sort of memorial um, site, and I think it would be a really nice bit of closure for him on the Natasha yep. subject to go to her grave and and actually, you know, put that to bed a little bit.
1: My uh, my last thing I'll, I'll say about Val, and I'll stop bringing this up, is that I think maybe that she was the person to. Fill the power vacuum after Dracoff was killed. That's mm-hmm. where I think that's where she's at. Just
2: she's, yeah. think she, about it. She, she's just somebody else that's just like, maybe no affiliation with yep. him. Like, yep. just like, oh, I want I want the Black Widows to do my yep. bidding now type yep. of thing.
1: Yeah. Yep. She, there was a power void. She was the one that, you know, got, you know, was the front to get the, you know, to fill that power void and, you know, n- no license to Dracoff, but she's the new Dracoff basically at this point.
0: Aww. Which is maybe where, like you said, where her and Yelena yep cross paths to begin with yep um yeah for sure um so next week what are we or wednesday what do we think we're gonna what do we think we're gonna get um
1: i'm hoping we see hope we get some answers around kingpin um hopefully we can put some things to bed about kingpin and these netflix characters coming over to the mcu especially since it's been driven to soft reboots um the biggest thing I kind of want to see is something with Jack. You know, I'm hoping that we get some. He's undercover agent. They know each other. Something. Some kind of more swordsman tie there because it almost seemed like a throwaway if, if they didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd also, you know, maybe closing because we know there's usually a closing credit scene at the end of these shows. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we see something more for Echo to kick off echo um or the rumor daredevil series as a closing credits
0: i reckon you're right there about the echo nod i think that's what we'll get as a closing credits alex what would you like to see this week mate
2: i think we're definitely going to see one of those scenes where it'll probably be like a little brief five ten minute scene where it'll be elena and clint talking about like you know natasha's death and what actually happened and and how impactful because you know we've we've seen like how both of these characters were individually impacted by Natasha and I think out of characters in the MCU these two characters are probably two of the that have had Natasha impact in the most out of probably like anybody else um because one is like her sister one is you know the one that brought her to shield and, and everything like that so I, I kind of think that that's gonna be like a not only a large part of this episode but that'll be probably like something' tug on our emotional heartstrings Mm -hmm. a little bit you know um i also think that this is probably gonna be one of those things where they're gonna leave echo's story open-ended i feel like where it'll be like maybe she just kind of like something happens and she just kind of like escapes and fades away in the background of the episode and then like we don't see her anymore until her episode and then i mean uh, or excuse me her show and then maybe like her show one day is like her redemption story you know for what she's done i don't know yeah Um, just my thoughts on it
1: nice real Uh, quick real quick before you start there and speaking of the whole yelena and and barton thing you know we kind of saw some things changing at the end of the episode with her texting kate to say this who hired me so we kind of already see yelena in that gray area i won't be surprised if that's where the episode kind of starts off where they all three meet up and we get things settled at the beginning of the episode and then yelena's gone
2: Yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm. Yelena's like looking for a reason to not kill Clint. Like she's like she she looks at Kate and she sees that Kate like really values Clint for some reason. And she wants to know why that is. So she's like really kind of like, you know, tell me why. Why should I not kill him? You know, it's kind of her attitude on this.
0: Yeah, I think I'd I think I'd really just like to see from where wherever it comes from, wherever it comes from that conversation that you was just mentioning there, Alex, like a potential Yelena, Clint, if Kate's involved, she can be involved, but that conversation about Natasha and about that whole relationship, you know, between all of them and Natasha, um, or whether it comes from that closure um, that I was talking about, at Clint at, at Natasha's grave, uh, a scene in that ilk. Um, from wherever it comes from, I'd really like to see a little bit of let's like say a bit of closure for clint on the natasha front because he's obviously really still hurting about that whole situation and um yeah i'd like to see him be able to put that one to bed and move on because he's a demon that he's got and um yeah i'd like to see him be able to sort of move on from that so uh how we get that i don't know but um i think if we can see him resolve that one, that'd be good. But um i tell you well, I certainly want. I definitely want some more trick arrows. I want some more bros. I want some um some cool costumes um and I want some some wicked stunts as well. Well speaking of trick arrows, there still was not still pictures of
1: him working on trick arrows that we haven't seen yet. So mm. I wonder what the trick arrows they got back from um the police station if we're gonna see something like that of him fixing or rebuilding some new trick arrows.
0: Mm. That'd be cool. Um, yeah, I'd I'd like to see. Yeah, uh, I'd like to see all of that stuff because that's the stuff that uh, that's the stuff that we all really live for, and it you know those kind of explosions and stunts and fight scenes. So um, that'd be cool to see some of that uh, some of that stuff as well in the show. Oh, but um, so the boomerang
2: era, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the boomerang era. There's got to be one in there. That's I reckon because we've like Jari said, we've seen that uh, that scene where they're. Desi- like you know fixing arrows or you know working on arrows i reckon he sort of looks over and kate's doing something over in the corner and he's like what are you doing she's like don't worry you know <laughs> you don't need to know and then all of a sudden she's got a boomerang arrow in the fight at the end and she's like see boomerang arrow yeah that'd be uh, that'd be pretty cool like you know to see that.
1: it'll be a, a pretty cool in credit scene is with being the echo is that we see uh Kali start putting on the clown makeup on his face yeah. And it's kind of just going, you know, what you see in the mirror, putting it on, and that's it. Yeah. You know, because he's just dropped because she knows and she's breaking off from him, and basically they've been together since they were kids. That 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 karate scene in the beginning, um, you know, he was the one that got taken down. Um, so it's interesting he's, to see that them, you know, kind of just have some kind of tease along those lines.
2: Is he gonna come back for the Echo series?
1: I don't know. I, I would think so because he is a, a villain and and so I would think they would, you know, bring him back for that. But we also know too see how Marvel put some things out there and then no- that doesn't revisit them. So I don't know. Yeah,
0: see. I'd be surprised. He doesn't even, you know, he might not be a good guy, but he doesn't seem particularly evil or particularly villainous. Like he seems like he does care about Maya. And, well,
1: and, and that's pushing push over the edge. Once that relationship is broken, that bond is broken. Maybe that makes him go crazy or, or push him over yeah, the maybe edge or maybe. that type of thing.
0: It just doesn't strike me, it hasn't got that look. The actor yeah. hasn't got that look of that kind of, you know, person who could be nasty. Because you
1: know. I, I, I was surprised if in Echo series, they don't have any more on, on her time with, with the tracksuit mafia and with her with her dad and that kind of stuff. We've had more flashbacks or how she came up, you know, more that kind of stuff. I'd be surprised if none of that's in her series. Yeah.
2: You know, and it makes me wonder, like, clint talked about him basically being in that position in the track suits for you know years or whatever maybe part of that has to do with the fact that he's hit his ceiling if you will with the track suits mm. and he you know is just kind of like at that point where it's like if you take you know echo and, and you take Cosie, like and you look at those two, like they always kind of looked at her, especially in the show, like as a child prodigy and fighting and everything like that. And he was kind of like always like second fiddle. Yeah. So, you know, maybe this is one of those things where this like feeds into like maybe some sort of like uh disagreement here where, you know, like he doesn't want to be second fiddle anymore. So, you know, like I
1: don't know. Or maybe mm-hmm. or maybe that Kingpin realized that she's starting to turn on him and Kingpin sends Kazi try to kill her.
2: Yeah.
0: Who knows? We'll um we'll have to wait for Wednesday to find out. And um sadly as well, as far as we know, Wednesday will be our last new Marvel content until potentially May. I mean well, I don't think I don't MCU think MCU we'll, content. Not Marvel. Sorry, sorry, Marvelous. sorry, sorry. sorry. Yeah. yeah, MCU content. That's what I meant to say. Sorry. Our last MCU content until um until potentially May. I mean I don't see that we won't get a show between um new year and may i'm sure that they might sneak something in um but who knows it might not be we might end up having five months with no mcu content um which will be the longest stretch we've had since the pandemic
1: well there's been some chatter about moon Knight, and Mm. so i could see moon Knight being released in q1 of next year
0: yeah yeah I'm, i'm i'm fairly confident that we will but as far as we know at the moment this is the last bit so we'll have to relish it um, anyway guys let's wrap it up there and we'll get back to uh, uh we'll, we'll see you next week to talk about the finale of Hulk, of uh hawkeye and any uh catch up on some uh some news as well
1: yeah i'm behind the news and there's a lot more news that came out so i need to record an episode and um as well for save, that yeah yep.
0: save a couple of good bits for next week as well Yep, wicked all right then guys well look it's been a pleasure as always um remember to uh to hit the like button and rate us and review and share with any friends and uh, and obviously if you're not on our facebook group and you've got facebook what are you waiting for get over to marvel dnc evolution get on that facebook group and um enjoy the uh, enjoy the chat all right guys thanks very much we'll uh, catch you again have a good one see you